All right, we'll say good morning. Let us begin with the great schos this morning to learn. In Mishnah Yomi, Perek, we started Perek Vav yesterday. I apologize, we didn't get to do it live. Hopefully you heard the recording. Um, so we began Perek Vav yesterday, and today's Mishnah is our Perek Vav. Mishnayis, Beis, and Gimel. So Mishnah Beis says as follows. Chapter 6, Mishnayis 2 and 3. Mishnah Beis. Beirach apero sa'ilan borei priyadama yatsa. If a person made the bracha of borei priyadama on fruits that grow from the tree, you have fulfilled your obligation. Remember again, going back to yesterday's Mishnah, we learned the idea that brachos are supposed to be as item-specific as possible. Now remember again, we saw... There's a machlokas, what level of specificity you're actually obligated to get into, right? That was a machlokas, the Tanakam and Rabbi Yehuda. But again, for our purposes, we'll call it categorical specificity. And therefore, again, you make one bracha on items that grow from the ground, different bracha on items that grow from the tree. So on an apple, I should be making a borei priya eight. Let's say on an apple, I made a borei priya dama. So the Mishnah says, you're Yotze. Why are you Yotze? Why do I fulfill the obligation? Because technically speaking, my statement is correct. In other words, when I say on an apple, thank you, Hashem, or Hashem, you are the source of all blessing, for you create the fruits of the ground. An apple comes from the ground also. Again, it's not as ideally specific as we'd like it to be. We'd like you to say a Baurei Pariha eats on an apple, that Hashem creates the fruit of the tree, because that's more specific. But if you said Borei Priyadama, that is a true statement, and therefore you are Yotze. And I will say that is indeed Halacha Lemaisa. Conversely, on the other hand, if you make a bore priya eight, for example, on a potato, then of course you're not going to be yotze, right? Logically, because that's, that is not a true statement. A potato doesn't grow on a tree. So therefore, by definition, the statement is incorrect, and therefore one is not yotze the bracha. So we'll say you begin to see something very interesting here in Hilchos Brachos, which is that see, there could be a situation where you're not making the ideal bracha, but you're still making a correct bracha. And therefore, again, as long as the bracha is correct, even if it's not ideal, you still fulfill your obligation. Which then leads us to the last line of the Mishnah. Al kulam im amar bidvaro, or yatsa. Therefore, also on a technical level, if you made the bracha of shakom bidvaro, Remember, which is the bracha, baracha Hashem Right, Hashem, you are the source of, right, Hashem, master of the universe. You are the source of all blessing. Shakol nihyeh bidvaro. Everything was created through your word. Now, we're going to see in the next Mishnah that the bracha of shahakol kind of goes on things that don't fit into other categories. Technically speaking, if you made a shahakol on any food, you're yotzei. The Mishnah says you're yotzei. Now, why is that so? Again, based on our logic, why is that so? Because it's a true statement, right? Because at the end of the day, no matter what you say a shahakal on, it's true. Shakom, yeah, everything was created through the word of God. So if I make the bracha pretty much on any food item, technically speaking, although it's not ideal, it works. And in fact, the Bartanura says something amazing. The Bartanura says, Va'afilu ala pas Even if you made shahakal on bread, and even if you made shahakal on wine, you're yotze. Which I both say is indeed how the shulchan arach paskins, that even though ideally, ideally, we want you making a hamotzi on bread, as we'll discuss, right? We want you making a hagafen on, on wine. If you made a shahakal, because the statement is correct, even though it's not ideal, 
you are Yotze. So I will say really a very important, a very important mission. That's why I will point out sometimes in halacha, when you're not sure, when you're not sure what the proper bracha is, it's good to know this halacha. And I was about to say, we're not going to get into this now, but there are certain things which, which would, one would think that they are a ha'itz, but they're not really a ha'itz. So sometimes when in doubt, if you make a bray priyadama, you have, you kind of cover all your bases. Because technically speaking, you are correct. It is a correct statement. So in other words, what, what we, the figure from the Mishnah is that sometimes in life, sometimes in our nest, say in halacha before we get to life, in halacha, if you make the correct bracha, even if it's not the ideal bracha, you are yotze. And I will say a profound metaphor for life as well. That sometimes, again, although we would love to live our lives in the ideal fashion, sometimes if you can't get the ideal, but you can live a life in a correct fashion, that's an accomplishment as well. Bosei Mishnah Gimel. Al-Dovashin Yidulam in Aretz. On something that does not grow from the ground. Omer Shahakal. You make the brach of Shahakal. So we'll say now we're diving into Shahakal a little bit. Ala Chometz. V'yala Novlos. V'yala Govai. Omer Shahakal. Similarly again. Bosei Chometz is vinegar. Is vinegar. Now, obviously... We're talking about things that are edible because if it's not edible, you don't make a bracha on it in general. Right? So, a chometz, which would be a type of vinegar that's edible. Novlos. Now, the Bartanur says novlos are. This is fruit, that's unripe fruit. Unripe fruit, but again, edible. So, this fruit fell off the tree before it's ripened. So, again, so unripened fruit that's edible. And govai is our grasshoppers. It's a type of, it's a kosher species of grasshoppers. On all of these items, if you eat it, Omer Shahakal. You say Shahakal, and I will say, now what's fascinating about this is as follows. You see, we're used to thinking about Shahakal as the bracha that you make over something that doesn't necessarily fit into one of the other categories, like it doesn't grow from the ground, it doesn't grow from the trees, it's not a type of grain, it's not bread, it's not wine. What you begin to see from this Mishnah, really interestingly, is that you also say shahakal on things that are kind of from a different category. For example, chometz is something that's not commonly consumed. Novlos is something that, again, is a situation where you're eating something not in a quote-unquote normative fashion. It's still consumable, right? It's still edible. Because, again, if it's not edible, it doesn't get a bracha. But it's kind of like an interesting out-of-the-box type of consumption. Grasshoppers, again, it just doesn't fit into any of the other categories. Therefore, you'll make a shackle on it. Right? So we'll say, so that's not a la chalav, a la gvinav, a la beitzim, on milk, on cheese, on eggs. Omer shahakal. Sifra will say, I'm pointing out of here, you see that there's almost like two different worlds of shahakal. There's the shahakal world, ultimately, again, of items that don't fit into any of the other categories, right? Where, again, halachalamaisa doesn't grow from the tree. It doesn't grow from the ground. So therefore, again, it's going to be a shahakal. That's like the case of milk and cheese and eggs. And then there are the other cases where halachalamaisa. I'm eating something that would seemingly belong to a different category, but halacha lemaisa, it's a little bit of an out-of-the-box or abnormal type of consumption. Now, we'll say, we finish off the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, koshu min klala in mevarchen alav. Now, we'll say, now, Rabbi Yehuda argues on the Tanakhama, and Rabbi Yehuda says anything that is a min klala. Now, we'll say, min klala, Rabbi Yehuda says, essentially means abnormal, abnormal. Now, why does he use min klala? How do you get vinegar? How do you get vinegar? The wine spoils, right? How do you go ahead and get novlos? Fruit fall off the tree before they ripen. 
Grasshoppers are considered to be generally a min klala because they often destroy standing crop. So therefore, Rabbi Yehuda says that anything that represents an abnormality, in terms of anything that represents that something didn't go the way it was planned, that's called min klala, you don't make a bracha on it at all. Now I will say, we do not accept the view of Rabbi Huda. We reject that opinion. And therefore, again, the Mishnah would really be that this is actually Halakha Mishnah in accordance with the Tanakhama. So essentially, again, anything that doesn't fit into any of the other categories is going to get a shahakal. And anything that we'll call is an out of the ordinary consumption, as long as it is an edible item, will also get a shahakal. But the power of shahakal, remember again, is as we saw in the last line of the previous Mishnah, is that Allah if you make a shahakal pretty much on anything, even again, according to the Bartanura bread, and even wine, halacha lamaisa, one will still discharge their obligation. Ashtarakha, what's the stop over here? Continue, Mirza Shaman, the sixth parak tomorrow.